Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. So we're back. So glad you're here. I hope you enjoyed last week. And we're going to continue with that. So take it away. All right. Um, This is Lindsay and we're here with Rontina and Pam and we're asking a whole bunch of questions that Rontina and I come back um, and have asked in the past. And one of those questions, um, and it's going back to a little bit more so when we talked about last week, you know, women in the workplace and Mm -hmm. that understanding about fostering a good environment, Pam, I know um, you had touched on a lot of details and kind of the back and forth of how women um, can play nasty, um, you know, conversations or, you know, comparisons and so forth. But what is it that really like stabilizes women and how should we look at the workplace and, or really our positions like, um, surrounding anything dealing with work or serving things like that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, best answer. (laughs) I think creating an atmosphere is a good way to put that. Mm -hmm. Um, in the workplace, if you have the opportunity to do that, no matter how nasty and angry and how it gets, if we can continue to show that love of Christ, eventually they're going to have to know. And if there's something going on in their life, they will come to you Mm -hmm. eventually because they'll, they'll, you know, use all of their worldly opportunities up and then They'll say, hey, there's something different there. And I think that's important. I don't know if that answered your question. So break that down a little bit. Yeah. So like when we talk about, you know, when we get in a comparison trap, I think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that we start dwindling down and start to um, perceive. And it's really Satan's lies that we start to believe. But if we're if we're focused on the Lord and the Mm -hmm. Lord only, then does it really matter about what we're doing, our title or our money or I, or who is saying what, it does it really matter. I guess that's really, it what doesn't. It, Cause it really comes back to what is your purpose? Not right. what is everyone else's purpose? What is your purpose in that atmosphere at the moment? Why does God have you here? What is your purpose for him? What are you moving toward? What are you trying to accomplish? All those things should come back to Christ and his working in our life and how does he work in our life and how can we project him to others in a way that is not perceived as prideful, but is perceived as humble and vulnerable and wanting to help and do the best that we can. And that is part of it. I think as a believer, we need to do the best we can with everything that we do and do things with a sense of excellence. That means kindness. That means loving others when they're not lovable. Mm -hmm. Um, That means that God loves us when we're not lovable. So we can pass that on. So I do believe that it all comes back to purpose and our identity in him and the being who he created us to be without being consumed with who he created someone else to be Mm -hmm. and trying to be something other than who you are in him. And I know just being vulnerable, I mean, even per se, I mean, I definitely get stuck in that route. I mean, I, in the workplace or even in general, it's just, um, you're always going after the next step, you know, like what's, what next, 
what, what next? And are, I'm, you know, very competitive in nature too. And that's sometimes a great thing as far as like excellence, mm-hmm. but then also it's, um, it can definitely, um, if you're, if your heart's not set in the right values and where Christ wants you to be, you've just got to keep on being centered in, in Christ and being knowing that he has things set for you on purpose, mm-hmm. um, where you are at a moment in time to, you know, be able to, um, share God's love. And that's what it's about is our, is what we're designed to do. Um, so when we get all flabbergasted and women can always get too much on our plate, we talked about that last week as well. Um, how do we set boundaries and how, what do we focus on when we, you know, what do we focus on or should focus on the most? And how does that hierarchy kind of like go down? What would that look like for you? Yeah. I don't know if this will be the quotation (laughs) answers, um, that we're really looking for boundaries are a very difficult thing. And I think depending on where you are in your life determines what kind of boundaries you need to set. So if there are things that you struggle with in your life that someone else is feeding into that, to make you want to go against God's purposes or whatever the Bible says about that. And so there's someone in your life who doesn't respect this and doesn't look to this and says to you that you're just weak because you're using God as a crutch or whatever it is. It's really a strength, but the world sees it as you know, that's just, why, why are you looking to that? That means nothing. I think it's important that we continue to show the love of Christ without bringing them into our inner circle, where our inner circle, inner circle, inner circle, mm-hmm. where they have the influence to take us away from what we know the truth is. So that should be a boundary. One thing you should look for is if they just disagree with you, That's one thing. But if they try to drag you into that or do something to hurt your growth in Christ, then that's a boundary that they don't need to be in your life anymore. Other than the fact that you share with them or when they come to you. And and it's worked over and over and over again in the sense that when they go through something they can't figure out, they come to someone who has somebody who can figure, help them figure it out. So when you try and, and stay in that for too long, and we always hate to lose people. We don't want people to lose people in our life, but sometimes it's a necessity for both them and for us because God's trying to orchestrate something different that hasn't worked. So if they're somewhere else and something else is helping them or you're somewhere else dealing with someone else, then God is working in all of those venues in a way that he couldn't have worked before. Did that answer? Yeah, no, that's a great follow up on that. Or is that, was that good? You know, I just, again, I think more so than anything, I keep on hearing from you. You say that it's being God centered and, um, continuing to make God the priority in our lives and trying to, um, continue to share the love with, with others, but also creating boundaries if needed so that it protects us, right? right. God's always, um, we, we need to make sure that we, um, have, um, boundaries on purpose so that we can be protected. If we constantly get fed into different types of, um, conversations or, um, things that, um, 
you know, can pull us down, then we can also turn to change into Mm -hmm. that type of person and, or tend to change our values or get pulled into things that we, we really, it doesn't help us nor it is. It takes us away and our eyes off of God. Right. And it's extremely important to know what your purpose is. Yes. And so how do we know that purpose through prayer, through God's word, through Bible study, through hanging out with other people who have that purpose? Um, all of those things that are community that we talk about. And I know I talk about the basic mechanics of Christianity. That's just what it is. Go back to the basics. And there's that's something that I will sometimes from time to time write out something that is not a mantra so much as to this is. Um, how I feel God is leading me into the purposes that he has for me. Now, all these other things are going to come into that. So you have to measure, does that fit into what God's purpose is? Or does it need to be excluded from Mm -hmm. that? So if I write it down and I look at it and I read it and something else comes in and I keep coming back to that and even bringing other people back to that, even though maybe they don't realize that, but, but, trying to come from another area back to center, but you got to know what the center is. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How, does, how can my identity be in Christ? And you've never received him. I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.